0: Let's talk land, a weekly international talk show for land education. All shows are devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, and ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey, learn from the experts, guys! This is free land education. By the way, I have a new school now, which is uh, LandProEducationalServices.com, and I will be creating, uh, inviting instructors all over the country that have any subject on land to be uh, one of our instructors. So uh, make sure that you check that out. Hi, my name's Lou Jewel. I'm an accredited land consultant with Land Pro Real Estate, along with my co-host, Teresa Martin, who's out selling real estate this morning, buying or selling homes, land or farms in western Piedmont, North Carolina, or southern Virginia. Just give us a shout. We'll help you out. Our office is at 207 East Main Street in downtown Polly Mountain, North Carolina, Our company website is www.mylandpro.com. Who's your land pro? Mylandpro.com. All shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and our members. This national site is www.rli, for Realtors Land Institute, rliland.com, rliland.com. Now listen to me. If you're in the process of either buying or selling land or farms, go to this website because we are the only trained, licensed, realtors in the country that have advanced education on land uh, so we can save you money and we can uh, make you more money we know how to play the game so go to that website anywhere in the country and find one of our agents hey we'd like to thank our sponsors landhub.com buying or selling land landhub is the place to be and also AcreValue. value oh i love this site looking to find out what your neighbor's property sold for see AcreValue.com. Hey, our guest this morning is Dante White. Dante, welcome.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Lou.
0: Oh, it's a real pleasure. I I I, I can't wait to to uh, hear your show this morning. Where are you calling from? Uh,
1: Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Good old Denver. Uh, We're A little bit outside the capital, and it's. The,
0: yeah, uh, it's I was out because we
1: just won the championship last
0: night. I know you did. You gonna celebrate?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I celebrated a little bit last night. Okay. The the freight here's on Thursday trying to move some things on my calendar so I can get out
0: to enjoy those too. I understand. In March, we were out in Denver with our uh, RLI annual conference. We have it once a year, um, and it's the first week in March for three and a half days, and we'll be in uh, St. Louis next year, uh, Missouri. Ah. So, um, I I, I didn't, we were 25 miles uh, south, and so we didn't really, I've never been to downtown Denver, so I always go to the airport and go somewhere else, but... Uh, We'll get there one of these days. You'll have to invite me okay. out, Dante, and give me the grand oh, good
1: tour. I'd love to have you, man. I'll, t- I'll take you around all the great
0: stuff. I love it. Okay, let's get into Dante. First of all, tell us the story about your company, which is obvious, O-P-P-U-O-U-S. is your website.
1: Yeah, so I came up with Oppius uh, originally back in 2015. I was working in corporate America. And it hit a kind of a wall of frustration, right? I am the uh, first person in my family to graduate high school and go straight to college, you know, and I uh, kind of built myself up through corporate architecture, and I hit a, you know, the glass ceiling, and I needed a way to create generational wealth for my son. Uh, But I was looking for a way to make it more equitable for everyone. watching a documentary at the time on Octopus and I was kind of whiteboarding what a business like this could look like and I was like you know at the, the forefront of it was an opportunity right I was looking to create opportunities uh, not only for the businesses that I helped directly but also for the businesses that I helped uh, somewhat indirectly because we reinvest a portion of our funds back into veteran minority and women-based businesses so uh, you know an opportunity for you an opportunity for us it's kind of the tagline that I came up with, and then I was I was watching the documentary. I was like, oh, I could blend those words together. Octopus is kind of like octopus, and uh, we do multi. We know all kinds of different types of technologies. There's about eight different arms that just so happen to land on, and I was like, well, this is just perfect. Yeah. octopus has eight arms. It has, you know, nine brains effectively, and, and three hearts. You know, and so we are, uh, you know, it's a technological business with the, you know, with the heart.
0: I love it. Satellite's the good lord. helps you out on that one. So Dante's making waves in the tech industry, gaining recognition as one of the top 30 best leaders to watch by. The Silicon Review uh, did a report on his company, Opulist, and was has been named as one of the dot-com uh, most privately held corporations in 2023 by dot-com magazine, securing this prestigious title of 2003 Impact company year. Well, congratulations on that. I'm familiar with that award. Uh, that's uh, uh, kudos to you, okay? <laughs> so you were born out of your vision, as you were talking about, and with deep understanding and challenges in the fields of entrepreneur. He's recognized frustrations in purchasing software, hardware, tech support services from multiple providers. He's juggling numerous contracts and even ending up in the wrong solution. So, you know, that's that's just the way it happens. It's how it evolves, right? And that's where yeah. Oculus comes in. Think of it as one shop, one-stop shopping for a marketplace, similar to Amazon, but exclusively tailored for business tech solutions. From software to hardware, everything in between, Oculus brings it all together, simplifying the complex process of acquiring and managing technology. But Oculus also offers more than just convenience with a t- team of nationwide engineers and cloud specialists. They provide invaluable advice and guidance along the way. Their expertise ensures the business owners make informed decisions that align with their unique needs, serving them on average of 15% on solutions and 100 hours of every day. What sets Opius apart is the unveiling commitment to giving back to the community. For Dante and his team, it's all about creating opportunity for others. Every product undertaken by Opus contributes support to the veterans, the women's, the minority business as well as accelerated programs aimed for fostering generation wealth and growth within our communities. Because of Opus, they believe that the opportunity for you is an opportunity for us. Today we deliver into Dante's journey, his vision of Opus, and how he's leading the challenge, charge for revolution in the way of business in a segment approaching technology. A lot of real estate agents use LinkedIn as part of their marketing, and that's what I wanted to you to address today. Um, I haven't done a show. This is a podcast 210. I started this in uh, December 2017, yeah. so I haven't done a show with with the technology companies. And quite frankly, I sourced you. Uh, of all the ones I looked at, Dante, uh, you, you've just seemed to have the best program for the real estate real estate industry. So I'm going to turn it over to you and let you tell us how we can uh, benefit from your knowledge and your expertise and your, your national team.
1: Yeah, definitely. So at a high level, right, just to reiterate what you were talking about, we help business owners, real estate agents in this particular case, right, uh, save at least 15% on their technology spent and literally hundreds of hours of procurement time, right, searching for the right solutions, trying things out, maybe getting on the wrong you know, phone calls and demos with people, trying something out that doesn't work, right? All the frustration that, uh, you know, we run into as business owners because you don't know what you don't know, right? Your specialty is real estate. You might not be as technologically savvy, and even if you are, it changes at a rapid pace. So we are here to, to really be basically your fractional CIO, CTO. Um, you know, we help in a number of ways, right? So in the real estate sector, it's, you know, leveraging our marketplace, you know, uh, com slash marketplace, you can get it for free. Okay. It's that one-stop shop. It's the one-stop shop. You go in there, you look up, let's say, contract signing solution. Uh, you'll see side-by-side comparisons on all the available solutions, and you can click and buy which ones that you want to see based off the videos, testimonials, all that stuff, kind of like you would with, uh, with Amazon there. Uh, from there, it becomes instantly provisioned to your uh, organization. So you don't have to, you know, worry about installation and bottlenecks and things of that nature.
0: just want to clarify something your uh, your website is obvious dot com, right and if you guys aren't driving please don't go to this website but during the show uh please if it's convenient for you go to one of your, your devices and you can kind of follow us along a little bit and you can peruse now i just want to clarify something dante if they go to the master website you mentioned obvious slash marketplace.com will that link you to that or you put that in separately tab over okay I'm not looking at yeah, your site right now I apologize but uh, I just want to clarify that it's 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 a site within a site
1: yep,
0: just one of the sub, yep, so you know I'll be 74 next month so you know I've gone from DOS input on business on real estate of where we are now which quite frankly gets frustrating uh, for me uh, being an old-timer but uh, um, what's different in what you're doing and the other services uh, out there you can speak to your competitors and that's fine but uh, I, I think you're going to tell me number one but uh, I just was curious as if specifically what you're doing that is a package that maybe some of them are doing in pieces.
1: Yeah so the biggest probably I should say some of the biggest differentiators right uh, first and foremost is that marketplace right so Making it easy just to search and find what you need is a, is a great starting point. Okay. From there, that marketplace acts as a management console for all your technology events. So you can see every single application that you've purchased through us there. Um, if it is a supplier that we work with, we can move the management over to us. So you can see everything from one you know easy to sh- you know view window. Uh, we provide tier one support on every solution that we have. And then we've got back doors into tier two, tier three support for every provider as well. So you're getting the ease of management and you're getting the ease of uh, implementation and and ongoing maintenance of all those things. And, you know, honestly, a single bill is nice. So No. no longer are you paying your internet provider, your phone provider over here, your email host over there. You know, you've got 15 different bills that your credit card's getting charged from. It's really nice to have one place to see You can see utilization. You know, you can see, hey, I've got three hundred licenses of Microsoft, and and we're only using two hundred fifty of them. So you could instantly, you know, get rid of fifty of those licenses and see a That's option.
0: interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. So, I can see. Uh, I don't know that there's anybody in my Research out there that can claim what you're saying to this morning.
1: Yeah, there's. Uh, I would say very that's able to compete in the space the way that we are. That's definitely one of the, you know, the true differentiators and I think, you know, for me, like I said, I was trying to find a conscious way to do uh, capitalism in a way that could benefit as many people as possible, right? So, as business owners, we're going to buy technology, we're going to buy Microsoft, we're going to buy Zoom, we're going to get internet, et cetera and if you could satisfy diversity requirements if your company has them by purchasing to us because we have Proper credentialing, you know, with the federal, state, local levels of having, you know, uh, small emerging business hub zone, you know, uh, minority owned business, etc. And then we reinvest those funds back into, you know, a veteran, uh, you know, a minority or woman based businesses. It really eases uh, the burden for people to have to, you know, to help where they can. Right? Everybody, I think, wants to help their fellow, their fellow man, their fellow woman.
0: Little little uh, little break here. I'm but sorry. Dante, sorry. Sorry to do so. Hey, our guest today is Dante White with Optus. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Are you looking to buy or sell land? LandHub previews thousands of properties nationwide. That's LandHub.com. And AcreValue, if you want to know who owns the field down the road or sold last year, the best place to research and all free is AcreValue.com. What, Dante? Teresa's here. She was out showing property. I think she sold one, but she's... So you won't tell me exactly what's going on, but uh, okay. welcome, welcome to this, back to the show, Teresa. You want Hello to, and hi you Dante. Got a question for
2: him? Well, I'm just oh, excited good. to hear about your company. Is this pronounced Opuis? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, Opuis. Like,
2: a- and it's a marketing uh, firm. Uh,
1: we're a technology advisory firm. But,
2: technology uh, we advisory.
1: Do, we do a lot with uh, you know marketing technologies for sure.
2: Cool.
0: So I'll go ahead for you. How does Opus help real estate agents and property owners on a daily basis, Ante? Because we're this is a real estate show.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I would say at a high level, right, the two things we do is uh, we drive revenue and we increase your operational efficiency. So uh, we do that through the marketplace for starters. Uh, but deeper than that, as we start uncovering different technologies that work within your field, um, you know, is where you're really going to see the bottom line increase. And I think some of the largest places that we help is uh, automation processes and implementation of AI and bots and things like that, right? Um, it's harder and harder for organizations to scale nowadays. And uh, by leveraging the technology at hand, that's really a big place, right? So, you know, doing campaigns on LinkedIn where you have automated, uh, you know, bots reaching out to people and, and connecting with different partnerships and things of that nature. Um, Doing connectivity is another part, right? Using unified communications or voice over IP, right, to streamline the way that uh, your customers can reach you. Um, You know, you don't need to have two cell phones anymore. You can use one with a mobile app. You can make and take those phone calls from anywhere in the world. You can send text messages, uh, send faxes from that same number, and you can even do collaboration with it, right? Share files and do project management from, from your cellular phone. Tons of different ways that we can help you out, and that's why we always say, hey, look, let's uh, let's sit down. Let's have an envision session. Let's take about an hour of our time to really find out who you are, what you do, and where you're trying to go.
0: Dante, that's a a free service, right, that first hour? And there's a laundry list of those and, and the cost, right? Yep. You make it too easy, Dante. tell you what.
1: <laughs> you know, I I always say make it easy for people to do business with you. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, one of one of my sayings, right, like there's enough things that life that are hard. Yes, sir. Or try to.
0: And part of their profit goes to veterans and women's and, and uh, startup companies uh, in, in the high tech. So that's very commendable.
2: So I missed the whole first segment, so I'm just coming in, and I hate that because I wish that I could have heard the introduction. So It
0: gets better as it goes along because Dante's revving it up here. we got him warmed up.
2: So what you do is you create lead generation using LinkedIn. Uh, we can absolutely do that. It is one
1: of the technologies that we work with and one of the ways that we help real estate agents The the just that you know a
2: robot for would you like to have a cup of coffee? <laughs> Sugar and
1: cream, please. Yeah. I always get the one that's like, hey, I really like what you're doing with Opulit and I always write back, Oh yeah, what am I doing with Oculus? <laughs> 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 like what is it that i Yeah,
2: do? Exactly. Well, I would like to meet with you, so I'll be your first contact off of this show. I'd like to talk to you about this. Do you are you the one that I will be te- speaking with or do you have other People that work with you that do that? or
1: Yeah, so the first call I always like to do myself. Um, I really like that white slope approach and really understanding, uh, you know, your technology, uh, technological needs. Uh, but we do have a team of nationwide engineers and cloud specialists. So as we dive deeper into your needs, uh, we'll assign different specialists to your case, so to speak. So I look at it as like if you went into the doctor, I'd be like a family physician and I might sends you to an orthopedic surgeon, and we we treat you in tandem, right? Or you might see uh, some other type of specialist, like a pulmonary specialist. Uh, But there's still that that concierge care where we're both talking back and forth to make sure that we're addressing what needs to happen for your business.
0: So we're going to call you doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. White. Dr. Dante. The
1: the cheapest doctor at school I went to.
0: (laughs) You take Medicare?
1: (laughs) I do, yes. Okay. (laughs)
2: So what other technologies have the potential to transform the rural land and real estate industry that you see in the future?
1: Uh, Yeah, so right now, obviously, AI is the hottest thing. Uh, Most of us in the technological space know that it's really been around for, you know, the better part of the last decade, maybe more. Uh, It's just really kind of coming online with the excitement of ChatGPT. So, uh, you know, leveraging that is probably going to be the biggest part of what anybody needs to do Uh, to be successful, because if you're not already doing it, you're already behind. Uh, So definitely hop on that. The other types of things that I look at in the space, right, is, uh, you know, connectivity. Um, If you're, you guys are very specialized in uh, rural land development, right, and, uh, you know, rural properties and things of that nature. That's correct. Uh, Very excited, uh, very excited to announce that today. We just became uh, a partner for Starlink. Really? We're authorized Starlink retailers, which is not very common. I understand. Uh, Most people have to buy it direct. Yep. The way that we do it is a little bit better, right, because we have a network operations center uh, set up in Dallas. And so not only will we help you set up the the dish itself, which isn't too hard, but sometimes you need additional help, uh, because their model is you bought it, you can kind of figure it out, and then good luck getting a hold of, uh, you know, support, right, like most things. Uh, we've got 24/7, 365 network operations center where we are going to monitor your connectivity and make sure that you're getting the best signal possible.
3: So, Teresa, we just sobbed.
1: Teresa, we and, just
0: sobbed. Your she lives out in a rural area, and uh, you know they're they're throwing the uh, internet lines out there. You know, part of the government program, and they're not in all places. But we have places that uh, we have dead areas. Yeah. And uh, so I know she's going to. Oh, yeah. I know she's going to call you now, Dante.
1: I work with a lot of rural communities uh, with connectivity, right? We're doing satellite internet. We're doing Starlink. We'll do uh, wireless internet connections. We'll do, like, a number of them together with a a device called SD-WAN, which stands for Software-Defined Wide Area Network. And it will prioritize which data connection you're on based off of which one's the strongest, which one of your applications you need to be the priority, right? Like, maybe you need the phone calls to be priority, So it will prioritize that data and things like that. So uh, we really, for lack of better terms, nerd out on making sure that you're operationally efficient.
2: Well, I'm sure that I'm not the only one that's thinking this, so I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, AI has been getting some bad raps on the news lately. People are, like, talking about it has the potential to be scary. Is there a way to safeguard that? Um, You
1: know, say as far as like you know safeguarding it right Uh, the way that I look at AI is like anything else that is data intensive if you put garbage into it there's garbage that's going to come out of it right and so I don't think that people should have a fear of it and honestly because of the way that technology grows and because of where we're at culturally Uh, it's not going to go anywhere, right? So getting, uh, you know, being afraid of it is not really the key, right? It's learning it and understanding how you can leverage it from, you know, writing custom messages for your clients or potential clients to, uh, you know, seeing what kind of um, areas of land is going to be more advantageous for your people to purchase, right? You could really use it for really, really smart customer data purchases.
0: Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. Teresa, when are you going to call him? You have to wait after the show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And anyone else out there, I'll tell you what, uh, that's why I wanted Dante on this show because I think you're ahead of the game, buddy. Uh, And the more you talk, the more I'm convinced. Yeah,
1: thank you for that. Uh, You know, take a lot of pride in in what we do, and, and we're always happy to help. You know, we're a nationwide company. Uh, you know, as we discussed in the beginning, I'm I'm based out of Denver myself personally, but you know we've got nationwide folks, and it makes it easy
0: to connect with anybody anytime that we need to. So go to his website, Opulus com. Okay, and follow along. If you're not driving, there's yeah. Are there any speci- yeah? Are there any specific technology advantages that are particularly uh, beneficial, say for the rural landowners? We kind of touched on that, or real estate agents operating in rural areas. And this is also for urban areas, too. We're just, because we're a rural company, that's uh, a great percentage of the real estate agents out there. I think there's only uh, 3% of the the developed part of the United States that's in urban areas. The rest of it's rural. So uh, it's a big target out there.
1: Um, Yeah, so, you know, obviously we touched on Starlink. We touched on mobile Internet connections. That's a big one. Um, And then I'd say second to that is probably... To Teresa's question right AI no. so we've got AI surveillance software right because you're uh, you know property owners aren't always out at their places and to be able to watch everything you need from large land masses isn't always the easiest thing to do and so you can paint what's called a geofence right like you'll outline your property possible, really? uh, and anything that you that would trip that like uh, invisible fence if you will uh, the camera would instantaneously, you know, start recording, right? Or it could see different types of, of things that you need to watch out for. So say you need to, uh, you know, look out for bears or any kind of wildlife like that, or maybe you're a hunter and you're looking for, uh, you know, deer or something along those lines. You could program the camera to look for certain things. Um, you know, we, we program it to help for, you know, law enforcement. We program it to help with, uh, you know, uh, safeguarding and educational facilities as well against constant dangers, right? So, you know, that's a, a great way to, to leverage the technology. Uh, the other thing that we find is really popular is using our uh, IoT, which stands for Internet of Things. They're wireless sensors on different properties. So, you know, gauging uh, water pressures, oil pressures. Uh, you know, maybe you could put a, a, a sensor in your house that would let you know if there was a certain amount of dampness in there, if it was a rental property and you're not there all the time, or uh, even uh, not loud, not voice, but like loudness sensors, right? There's certain Airbnbs and things of that nature where you can't have the uh, the audible levels too high, and so you could put sensors into a house, and it would tell you once it hits a certain threshold, and it would alert the property owner of things that are happening. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of cost savings with that, right? Because it cuts kind of down on the need of somebody to go out and check on the property.
0: So I assume the uh, the, the the fence you were talking about that's done by satellite, right?
1: Um, it's done for, uh, via yeah. There's, so there's through the surveillance equipment itself that might be on premise. Um, so you'll be able to, to paint the area, and then yeah, with uh, with satellite, you can do the actual uh, geo
0: so that's 100% coverage of the country. So there's no uh, blackout areas with that technology, right?
1: That's
0: correct. Interesting. Teresa's little head spinning over here.
2: So th- this is done through satellite, but it also says that you can use on-site equipment. Is that mobile? Like you can change, you can uh, move it from a property to the next, or
0: so you sell the property, you want to take your apparatus with you.
1: Uh, you know, you would have to uh, re, you know, redo the the. Geo- yeah, you'd have to
0: reset it up, but, but like you would you would the equipment. But,
1: yeah. Yep. You see it. Uh, you might even see them in parking lots, right? Like there's the the trailers with a uh, with a surveillance tower on it with a camera on it. Uh, you might have seen that in like maybe like a Walmart parking lot or something like that, right? Uh, so that's something that could be done mobily. Um or you could really uninstall and reinstall it too really kind of depends
0: on your use. case. Right. So our guest today is uh, Dante White. He is the uh, chief operation officer of Opius.com. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, LandHub.com. If you, if, are you looking to buy land or sell land? LandHub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. That's LandHub.com. That is my very favorite site and gets me a lot of business. And then AcreValue, which is our sponsor today. If you want to know who owns that field down the road or what it sold for last year, the best place to research it's all free is AcreValue.com. Hey, okay,
2: how can data analytics, I got tongue tied, data analytics and AI be applied to analyze market trends and make predictions in the real estate sector?
1: Yeah, so this is a really interesting one that I think is going to become uh, a larger part of how real estate agents intelligently list properties, how they intelligently find properties, and uh, and how they help their clients make more money. Uh, so you're already starting to see a lot of AI bots being produced in the, uh, the trading segments of the market, right, through, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies or maybe stock trading and things like that, right, because uh, basically the way it works, right, is they take all the data that's ever existed and they compute it and then they spit out the most probable uh, thing that's going to happen. And so we can do the same thing in the real estate agency and, and the industry as well. So when you're looking at that, right, is you look at the market trends that have happened, uh, you know, past, and then you uh, apply them to the current and the future. And then that way you can get your most bang for your buck. You can have lower listing, you know, cycle times, you can get higher prices for your clients uh, or lower if you're you know, the, the buyer's agent, right? Uh, but you know, that's a, that's a really great way that we're going to see come online uh,
0: to help the real estate industry stay strong. I'm, I'm trying to visualize that. Um, I mean, when I, when I first started in 94, we had DOS. So, you know, it gave you a format when you did a listing. And then to put a picture in, you'd have to do a Polaroid and send it to the publisher. And once a month, they would publish all the listings and uh, by section, and then by price, lower to higher. And you'd go to Winston-Salem and pick it up and bring it back to your office, and the client would walk in, and they'd say, what have you got for sale? And you'd hand them the book. And, uh, you know, and it progressed on to now, I mean, uh, you know, with with the drones and the GoPros and all the stuff, I mean, it's uh, the, the virtual tours. Uh, you know, it's it's just so, more, so much more information. And what I'm hearing with your capabilities of your wonderful company, obvious is uh, this is that plus. Uh, I mean. Yeah.
1: You- yeah, definitely. And you could, I mean, you could even help it write listings. Yeah. Right? And go after a specific target market and say, you know, I want you to write a listing on X property with Y attributes for somebody who is a single family with three kids that are, you know, born in the southeast United States. And it'll custom write a, you know, a a pitch. That would be perfect for what they would want to hear, how they'd want to receive that information.
0: See, what I'm thinking is what we do uh, is generating listings because that's where, you know, that's your income. That's your wealth of your company. If I was selling, Teresa and I were selling our company, we're partners, uh, uh, you know, the way you would value it is based on your listing values, okay? So we may have eight or nine million dollars worth of listings. So that that is probably 80% of the value of your company, or maybe more. And then your location and your other assets. But, yeah, what, what well, we, you can
1: get even more listings with that. Too, yeah, right? no. I, talks I, about going into LinkedIn or even doing email campaigns, right. using uh, AI bots right? That's how I get a lot of my business. Gotcha. is through cold processing. Well, that's how I found so you. I'm not having to do that.
0: <laughs> but, you know, for example, what we do painstakingly is we get on the county GIS, and we say, okay, we want to get, we're low on inventory. We have a store, so we have shelves. We've got the one acre, the three acre, the five acre, the 10, the 20, the house at 100, the house at a million, the commercial, whatever it is, okay? So we're low in inventory. I don't mean just for our company, but just for our whole uh, Right now, there's no inventory in, in the market they are in. I used to keep over 100 listings, and I'm lucky to keep 10. You put a sign up, and it's gone. I don't care what it is. And I'm afraid to put a price on something because the more you put on it, they still pay it. I don't want to leave money on the table. But we go on GIS, and we look for absentee property owners. And that's where we get a lot of our, our uh, listings, uh, people that had inherited property or owned property, moved to California or Denver, and they're paying taxes on it, and, you know, there's different reasons. Uh, and then the other place we get uh, listings from are estates. Uh, when, when a person dies and they pass the property down to the heirs and they're scattered all over the country of the world, they're not interested in keeping the property. They want to sell it. So that's our two main sources. So with the technology you're talking about, we would set up a parameter of what we're looking for at any given time. And then you guys would address that with the different ways of communicating to those. Because right now, we, uh, we type a letter, we hand, we hand signature it uh, with ink, and we hand address the envelopes to get people. And everybody's doing that right now. Uh, I, you know, you talk to clients and they say, you wouldn't believe how many letters I've gotten from realtors that want to sell my property. <laughs> so we're looking for a better way. Well, Teresa, I'm going to call, too. Yeah. Me first. No, we'll flip forward.
2: <laughs> are there any challenges or limitations associated with adopting these technologies in rural areas?
1: Um, I would say the, the limitations, right, are connectivity. We've talked about that quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, internet connection is, is necessary for most of these things to work, right? And so. We simplified that process by, you know, having different technologies that, that benefit that. Um, the other part is learning curve, right? Like, I, I not everybody is an expert in technology, and even if you are, it, it goes so fast, right? So that's definitely a limitation as well. Um, one of the things that I think that we haven't really touched on, right, too, is accessibility of power. Uh, you know, you got to have power to drive these things, and, and something that we haven't talked on on the show is we also do have an energy division within oh, God. Uh and so we can help rural areas with different types of grant funding for solar power, uh, and that way you can bring communities in and, and make sure they're sustainable uh, with different types of power sources. Right? Um, so we're working with, right now, a couple of rural communities in Colorado, a couple of small towns in southern Colorado. Uh, with uh, with solar right now, we're we're looking at USDA grants to get you know up to you know a little over two million dollars in in funding, so they don't have to come out of pocket with that. Uh, and then we you know help install and, and manage and procure all those those portions of it. So
2: um, I know we haven't
1: touched on the energy component very much because the software itself is is a large enough you know thing to talk about and, and fill the space. But that is definitely a portion of what we do too. Is Uh, energy
0: and management, too. It looks like you go get some solar panels in your backyard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's for
2: sure. So what kind of examples of successful technology implementations in rural and real estate have resulted in tangible benefits for stakeholders?
1: Yeah, so um, some good examples, right? I, I talked about it slightly earlier using those IOT uh, Internet of Things uh, sensors for different valves on property. And so previously, you know, in different types of cities, whether rural or, or um, you know, in the actual cities themselves that are more dense in urban areas, uh, there's people whose job it is to go around and check these gas sensors, to, to check water sensors, right? Make sure that the pressure is there, make sure there's no leaks, make sure. That they're operating optimally. Uh, right now, there's technologies out there that you could install, and it could tell you, you know, within 99, 95 to 99% specificity uh, what's going on with it. So you don't have to have people driving out to said properties to check these things manually, which is nice, right? You save a boatload of money doing that, right? You save a boatload of time doing that, and you have real live feedback in the moment. Uh, they're not very expensive in most cases. We're seeing like a very quick ROI on implementing those technologies. Uh, the other part, too, right, is just if they're rental. You know, I know a lot of people that have Airbnbs in different rural areas. Uh, you know, being in Colorado, that's a big one. Um, and so putting sensors on, you know, your house to make sure that, uh, you know, the air is a certain temperature, to make sure that, you know, the lights aren't on, to make sure that the water is not running, uh, you know, these are some very 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 quick, cost-effective
0: measures that we're using technology in those spaces. Teresa, looks like he's going to tell you how many times you flushed the toilet.
2: So, <laughs> so I am like, how does how do you do this? I'm confused. He's not going to give
0: you the secrets of what he's doing.
2: <laughs> well, I'm not asking for secrets. I'm just asking, like, is this done? How is it done? I'm confused. <laughs>
1: Um, right, if it's a oh. pressure sensor or something like that, okay. You attach it to the pipe, and it'll tell us what's going on with it. Um, it's, those little sensors send a signal back to the uh, the cloud technology and, and tell us what's going on with it. So uh, there is a you know a part of it where we have to go on site and install them. Uh, but okay. From there, you know they're using such low frequencies of of uh, free. Uh, Communication that they could be utilized almost anywhere.
2: So they're pretty accurate?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we use these things in oil and gas. Wow. We regulate industries as well. So, like, I work, uh, you know, in a couple of highly regulated industries, like oil and gas, like banking. Um, here in Colorado, cannabis is legal, right? So uh, places that have to have certain guidelines. And so we use the IoT sensors for lots of different things. We use the AI surveillance equipment for lots of different things. You know, if someone comes into a bank, we can program the thing to, to see any kind of gun. So if somebody was to come on to the bank property with a gun in their hand, it would automatically trigger an event in the owner's cell phone and let them know, hey, we have a potential threat. It could lock the bank down. It could send an automatic notification to the police. That's amazing. You know, things like that. No, no,
0: no, no more walkthrough uh, uh, controls, huh? I mean, this sounds like, sounds like we'd be doing at an airport too. Schools. Yeah, schools.
1: Schools, yeah, schools are a big Or one, public right? like events. Got, uh, my, son's 10, my son's 10. And, uh, you know, I have started conversations with his school district about it, right? Because you you can never be too safe when it comes to your loved ones. Well, this
0: mm-hmm. is anything for public events, right? Football games, uh, basketball games, <laughs> go, Denver. <laughs> they just won the <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: last night. Not wow. I had to mention that, I'm sorry. For the appointment only, and they still come, <laughs> and the alarm goes yeah. off. Uh, this says appointment only. Please back up.
2: <laughs> this is crazy. Big brother's
0: here, and I guess big sister too.
2: It, it's just yeah. un, its unreal. Well, I
0: told you, I got <laughs> the best. Is this not a great show?
2: Yeah. So, what's been your most lucrative thing that you've had the most success with so far? What keeps you busy? Everything. Uh,
1: that's keeping us busy is in our energy division. So uh, we've partnered with five venture capital firms to install electric vehicle chargers at no cost for commercial property. And so these business owners don't have to come out of pocket for the installation, for the construction. Uh, They don't have to pull permits. We do all that stuff. And we take care of the ongoing maintenance on the equipment for the lifetime. Uh, So the compelling conversation is, now you've made your, let's just say, a restaurant a destination point because on an application someone's driving through on a road trip and they can office. charge their vehicle at your stop. They're going to stop off and do so. Uh, they're going to stay longer because they need to charge up their vehicle, and it's no out-of-pocket for you, the business owner, to do so because we've got the venture capital firm backing them. Traffic builder. 100%. Yeah. Hey,
0: we need uh, one of those in our real estate top line firm. Revenue. We need one of those in our office.
1: Yeah, if you guys have... Uh, vehicles there on, on premise, we can definitely talk about that. So you, uh, it's, it's definitely keeping us super, super busy nationwide, uh, you know, from from New Jersey to Florida to, you know, here in Colorado to California, New Mexico. Um, you know, we're we're installing these things and having conversations nationwide because it's, you know, it's the next forefront, right? This is where the, the industry is going as an automotive uh, unit. And, um, you know, I don't want to butcher the numbers, but I think GM is, said so that they're gonna be 100% uh, you know, electric vehicles by 2035, right? So um, it's not if, it's it's really when. And so we're helping business owners get on top of this quickly and instantly capitalize it instead of having to wait for a return on investment. So that's definitely probably the busiest thing right now. And that's just because it's fluctuating needs and, and wants. But you know, second to that will always be um, Well, not even second that cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is is
0: crucial for any business. We got about ten minutes left. We got we got a few more things to cover here, Dante.
1: Well,
2: he was getting into the cybersecurity. That's what he was going to next. So maybe we can start talking about that. But I still had a question before Lou interrupted me. Excuse me. So, (laughs) so you're in Denver. You're in Denver, right? Do you use subcontractors? How do you, I mean, you're not flying all over the United States putting (laughs) sensors in. So how do you get the work done?
1: Yeah, so all of our technology partners and vendors pay for uh, specialists in each territory. It depends on the opportunity and what's going on. Some of them are subcontractors, and some of them are actual employees of whatever technology company that we're installing uh, we've negotiated a partnership with, you know, 600 different vendors to be able to cover that, uh, because we help them offset their costs of, you know, sales staff, right? We're an independent agency, so therefore they don't have to pay for benefits. They don't have to pay for lunches and ping pong tables and things like that. So, uh, because we save them money up front, they give us discounts on, uh, you know, pricing and they also give us resources. Um. In certain cases, I will definitely fly out to sites and, and meet with people, right? That's how Lou and I interface. I was, you know, talking to some clients out there, and I was looking to make a visit later on in the year, perhaps, if it makes sense. Uh, so I was looking for good restaurants in, in the place. You know, I love food. I love good food.
2: So when you speak with these people on the first contact and the what we were talking about at the beginning, when you speak with them about their needs... I guess this is where you learn what they need and, and hook them up with the, with the right eight people? I mean, is that the way it's done?
1: Yeah, kind of. So what we do is uh, we have an envision session, right, and we usually start with the, the center hub of every business, which is communication, right? And so we talk about your email. You know, what are you using, Google or Microsoft? Are you using Microsoft Teams? Are you using, uh, you know, chat? or, you know, Google Meet to, to me, right? Like, how are you doing that? How are you using your phone today? What would you like them to do, right? Because you can, you know, do lots of different things. What kind of uh, PRM, uh, customer resource management tool, are you using, right? So that's where we always start because what we like to do is we like to show an immediate cost savings straight off the bat. Um, and then we start building out a tech plan of, like, okay, you want to, um, you know, help augment your sales. Happens when a customer calls your business? Are they getting a live person? Are they getting an auto attendant? Uh, If someone's not there to answer the call, what happens? Right. We worked with a a, a rural hospital in uh, in in Indiana, and you know they had 180 um, employees. And I called their front office, and it rang for forever. It seemed like, and then it just dropped the call. Right. There wasn't even a voicemail. Uh, You know, and I was like, you know, the cost of losing a customer to you is what? You know, they said the lifetime value of their customer was about $15,000, right? Like, I was potentially a customer and I didn't get through. So that's $15,000 down the drain. How many times does that happen a day? And they couldn't tell me. They didn't know how many calls they were getting, how many they were missing, right? And so some of these newer phone systems can tell you that definitely and make sure that you don't miss. So we always start with the operational side, to answer your question in, in a more <laughs> succinct way. Is we start with operations. How are we going to save you the money? How are we going to make your business more efficient? And then we go on to how are we going to grow your business?
2: That, yeah. We need to talk soon. <laughs> well, you got to wait after the
0: show, Teresa. All right. Her, her little mind's blown. I haven't seen... It's like little little steams coming out of her ears.
2: Well, he does so many things. I mean, he's so versed in so many different things... I that don't are, think we've heard that it ...that are all. necessary. I'm sure we haven't.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we are going to do another show. We're going to give you a two-hour show next time.
2: So... How can technology improve sustainability and environmental conservation efforts in the context of rural land and real estate?
1: Uh, yeah, so great question. So in a couple of different ways, right? So number one, as we, we discussed briefly earlier, we have our energy division. Uh, you know, part of that is implementing solar power stations for rural communities or rural businesses. Uh, the other part is, you know, installing electric vehicle chargers for infrastructure. Uh, you know, and, you know, making sure that we're reducing our carbon footprint there. Uh, we've got those water sensors so we can optimize the water flow that goes into buildings as well to make sure that you're getting the best bang for your buck um, is, you know, some of it. The other part of it is just generally doing cloud computing, right? Using somebody else's resources in a data center to power your business is much more cost effective than you running a server in your own business, right? And it's, definitely uh, I would argue more secure as well right soon as you as a business owner install a piece of technology it's already uh, at a disadvantage of getting infiltrated whereas in these data centers they're not
0: let me ask you a question Uh, do you have any application for the agricultural industry because you know that's oh high-tech now too uh, in terms of farming I had uh, a professor on from the University of Missouri, and he'd done a spreadsheet uh, of every single element that's involved in farming, a particular farm, from the many hours you drive the John Deere tractor, how much fuel you're using, of course the fertilizer, the water, all the other things. Um, have, have you gotten any applications for the farming industry yet?
1: Yeah, definitely. So that goes really heavily into those IoT segments, right? Yeah, Exactly. Segments. Uh, you know, checking your, your, you know, your John Deere tractor is connected to the internet nowadays. Yeah, they are. So diagnosing what's going on with that, uh, making sure that it's running at its optimal efficiency. I mean, there is, you know, (laughs) a joke is internet of cows. Yeah. So there's sensors that they can put into cows nowadays, um, you know, to to check on their health and uh, to make sure that their livestock is, Taken care of and therefore uh, boosting profitability, Um, you know, water sensors for your, uh, you know, sprinklers and things of that nature as well. So, or even like I said, uh, you know, installing the AI surveillance for your farm, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's nothing worse than having, you know, a pesky critter come in and eat your crops or having a wolf come in and, uh, and attack your livestock. And so you could program them to look for certain triggers, and to uh, alert the farmer when something's going on. So there's lots of different ways that we can help, uh, you know, rural America and and, and more so the the farming community.
0: Anything in the forestry area?
1: Yep, forestry, same thing in the IoT segment as well. I think it's like the biggest, uh, you know, part, once again, like, you know, uh, making uh, cellular towers available perhaps for making phone calls if someone gets lost. Uh, you know, using that AI surveillance as well to to track down people that might go missing off the trails, to be able to see their last whereabouts.
2: Uh, I
1: mean, heck, you know, if they even wanted to themselves, they could they could put an Apple you know an Apple tag on on a hiker, and, and that way they wouldn't get lost. It'd be right. like, Find my phone. but you'd be like find my friend. Yeah. So there's uh, there's definitely lots of ways that technology can uh, you know help everybody in their everyday life and then also in their extracurricular life
0: we got about three minutes left so uh, give us your um, give us your best shot right here why should we call you
1: so first of all i want to thank you for having me on the show oh you're more than welcome thank your your viewers for listening uh you know you all took the time to educate yourself on what's going on and i think that everybody should you know definitely thank themselves for for wanting to to better themselves in lots of different ways uh The reason why you want to reach out to Opus is, we help you save time. We help you save money. It's just—it's really that simple. Uh, We've been at this, you know, for the better part of the last decade, developing this um, and bringing operational efficiencies to to people nationwide is really what's uh, great for us and makes us happy. And uh, you know, as I said, there's a a risk-free one-hour envision session that we have for anybody who wants to do it and why not get a a quick free diagnostic of of where you are and where you're going to be.
0: Get a tune-up, huh? Yeah,
1: get a tune-up. Why
0: not? I need one.
2: (laughs) So is this something that's beneficial for everyone or is it just large businesses?
1: Everybody. Uh, You know, we'll help single entrepreneurship businesses uh, all the way to, you know, 100,000 multinational corporations. So, there is no company too small. There is no company too big for what we need to do. Um, that's the best part of how we've developed our company is the scalability.
0: Cool. What gets you up in the morning?
1: Uh,
0: or do you get up?
1: I'm, he's a part rooster. Uh, yeah, no, it's really, uh, you know, my mission focused uh, to help businesses and to help the community. You know, I started off us to help. Uh, do capitalism in a conscientious way, right? How can I help as many people? Uh, how can I help as many businesses and help as many people as possible and to, to leave that legacy uh, behind for my son and to show him that there is a way that you can do good while doing great. And that's wow. really what gets me up and gets me driving. That's great.
2: Well,
0: you know, part of your presentation was your give back. You were just mention that again.
1: So Opius, uh opportunity for you is an opportunity for us. So uh, proceeds from every technology buy, every energy buy that we have through our innovation goes back to support veteran, minority, and women-based businesses uh, in the startup segment. So we, uh, we help them with funding. We help them with accelerator programs, uh, educational tracks, right? Uh, that's really, you know, our thing. Someone gave me a shot when I was younger, and I want to be able to do the same thing for other people as well.
0: That's very commendable, and, and, and thank you for your service in that regards. Because uh, I don't know where this world's going, but we got to help each other, and and, uh, and a lot of this of uh, what you're talking about, uh, you know, makes us a stronger and more secure and more efficient country. And uh, hopefully, we get Absolutely. back on our feet here. So, how do they get in touch with you, Dante? Uh,
1: you can go to oppus.com. That is o p p u o u s.com. Uh, you can find me on social media. Uh, all social media handles are also off UIT as well. And, uh, you know, we've got our, our nationwide team ready to assist anybody.
0: Well, you've been a great guest. And uh, with with, with uh, this subject, uh, we're going to have to get you back. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more to talk about. but uh, I would love to. It would be a pleasure. You've, in, you've impressed this, uh, this uh, show. Uh, and uh, we'll you get it out there more people know about Opulus and what you're doing so thank you for joining us today let us know how you like the show all questions and comments are welcomed all of our shows are for the public and most importantly for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education and as I mentioned earlier I have a real estate school now devoted to land uh, just starting up that's uh, uh, landproeducational services.com so we're just starting so get in there and and uh, we're gonna have a lot of a lot of courses on the subject of land all of our shows are found on www.letstalkland.net. That's our master website. You'll also find us on Spotify and Podbean. Teresa, how do they get in touch with you?
2: They can go to our website. What is our website?
0: Mylandpro.com. You're no longer my partner. You're Mylandpro.com. We haven't. Well, I we changed mine. it. Gone, so. Good gracious.
2: Yeah, or they can email me at Teresa.MyLandPro at gmail.com. Well, at least you remembered that. Well, the website's new. (laughs) What about your phone number? They can call me at 336-209-2937.
0: And my email is Lou at MyLandPro.com. My cell phone number is 336-669-1405. Our website, Teresa, is (laughs) www.MyLandPro.com. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Buying or Selling, Land of Farms Land Hub is the place to be, and Acre Value. This this is a crazy site. I love it. Our is uh, the only website I need to research land. Rodney, how to get in touch with us here?
3: Well, Lou, then go to our website. Go to wkte1090.com, and also they can download the Simple Radio app and hear us anywhere in the universe.
0: Teresa, is that simple.
2: Uh, simple. You can do it. Yes, yes, I can do it. <laughs> She's
3: done it like three years ago. She still understands how to do uh, it. Well, that's so, good.
0: Yeah. That's good. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm with you now. And, how about um, you, Lou? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I wonder how to get up in the morning. Oh, gosh. But anyway, to continue on, mm-hmm. and what type of music do we play at WKTE 1090 AM in King, North Carolina? Happy music. Beach and oldies.
2: Why would you want to be happy?
0: <laughs> Who doesn't want to be
3: happy?
2: In this world, we need all we can get.
0: Yes. And Rodney, mm-hmm. how can they listen to our show outside of the King radio audience?
3: Simple radio app.
0: We just said that, right?
3: Right. And that's anywhere yeah. in the world? That's anywhere in the
0: world. Yeah, how about the universe? The universe also.
3: And we won some nice awards. Yeah, eight years in a row being top beach and oldies radio station.
0: Look, it's just like... Uh, Dante's company he's got eight eight things with his octopus and you've won for eight years yes that's right you won a nice award
3: yeah the reader's choice announcer of the year award well congratulations thank you
0: all right we'll see you next week god bless you we'll we'll uh, tune us on make sure you listen to Dante's show